Hello, this is Aubin Palmer and welcome to Everyday Thriving, the female entrepreneur podcast. Hello, my friends. I'm so glad to be with you again this morning, and I just love recording these episodes. I look forward to it, and I'm thinking about it all week, and then when I come to record, I am so ready, so just connected with you, and I always love to visualize imagining you listening, and sometimes I picture lots of women, sometimes it comes down to one, and today it's the one. I'm picturing you, and no matter if one person listens to this or a million people listen to this, I love believing I am serving one every time I do any kind of service or marketing. Marketing is just service. If you haven't heard me say that before, that's my mindset for it. That helps me to continually show up and keep being there for the one. And that's enough. And that makes it fun and enjoyable for me. And I hope just hearing this little part of the introduction helps you with your marketing too and having fun and just serving the one. And I am recording recording this morning to make sure that my weekend is full because I am going on a self retreat this weekend. If you've never heard of that before, or I don't know if other people even call it that I booked a hotel that's like 15 minutes away from my house for the whole weekend, tonight, Friday till Sunday morning. And I am just going to have some alone time, have some time to think, ponder this upcoming year, catch up on some projects I'm wanting to finish from last year, some of the things to just really start this year in power. And I've never done this before, but I've wanted to for a long time and I am so excited. And you know, I love women. I love retreats with other women. I hosted my first last year with some friends as co-hosts. We're working on another one for the spring Retreats are the best with other women, the connection, the power of being together, but there's also a power of being alone. And if you've never done this before, I highly encourage you to do it because I haven't even done it yet. And I already know it's going to be an amazing success because just having time alone in a hotel room to watch a show and then to get some work done and then to sleep in and to just do what I need to do to recharge myself as the center of the business because your business is all coming from you as the owner, the solopreneur that you are, even as you're expanding and growing your business, maybe even with employees, you are the center of the business. And so taking this time to be alone and calling it a retreat and making it all about you will give you so much power. So I'll update you next week on how it went, but I am so excited for this and so I wanted to make sure I got this podcast recorded this morning so that I would have full weekend to just enjoy this retreat I'm having. And the topic I want to talk about today is being ready to learn how to run a business. And it's never over. I don't know if you've figured that out yet, but you never stop learning as you're running your own business. And this is such an important topic because often the word fail is used in running your own business, being okay with failing, learning how to fail. And I really want to help you get rid of that word because I stopped using that word and that just made running a business fun because you don't have to fail to learn. Now, some people have said that before, and I've even kind of used that as the only way to learn is to fail. But this topic came up because I ran a free Voxer group at the end of last year. It was like for 11, 12 days 
the very end of 2023. And it was just open questions, anything anyone was working on. They wanted some coaching on, some help, direction. And one of the members was in the middle of preparing for a big launch she was doing here in January. And we talked a lot about her mindset, her strategy, what she was going to do, deciding if she wanted to have limited numbers, how long the launch was going to be, just all these little details. And we worked through the strategy of when to launch it, how to position it, what her content should be about, all this great stuff. And I loved helping her. And so many of the other women with kind of questions like this. And to the very end, she brought up this question and she asked me, what do I do if it doesn't work? What if I don't fill the spots? What if no one buys is what she was implying. And I asked her, well, what do you mean? What do you do? Because I wanted to go deeper with what she was really asking here. And she said, well, what do I do if no one signs up? It's so discouraging and I don't know what to do. I've had launches before where Noah signed up and I don't want that to happen again. And I was so glad she asked this and the conversation we had afterward just inspired me like this is what I need to share in a podcast with everyone that listens because this is the secret to running a successful business. This is so important. And if you are constantly afraid of no one signing up, of discouraging, of all the time and effort you put into it, What are you really afraid of? And if we look at what she said, it's so discouraging. I don't want that to happen. And what's coming down to is just, she doesn't want to have to give all the time and effort and not get the results she wants. But I, what I want to help you and anyone listening, this is what I helped her with is to find that you can give a hundred percent all the time, effort, planning, and learn. You, this is the only way you're going to learn how to run a business and always getting the exact results you want sets you up for discouragement and eventually giving up. But if you're okay to say, it's okay if I give a hundred percent all the time, all the planning, and it doesn't turn out exactly how I want, even if no one signs up, no one wants to work with you from that launch. I'm still going to learn something. I'm going to learn new skills of marketing. I'm going to get better at them and being okay with that and still embracing the discouragement. This is how you create a strong, powerful business because the only way to learn is by doing it. So I wanna help you explore this concept of not failing but learning first because this is something that comes up for so many of my clients and I myself used to struggle with this as I was starting my business and figuring out how to try and it doesn't go how I want. And I, I want you to try to let go of the word fail because when we think of learning, why does failing have to be part of it? When a child first is born and they're learning how to do things like eat and walk, we don't usually ever say the word fail as they're learning. Can you imagine if a little toddler that's learning how to walk and they fall down and you're like, oh, you failed. I'm so discouraged for you. Maybe let's just not try walking for a whole week or a month. And then if you're feeling good enough, you can try again. You failed, you need to recover, and then you can try again. That just sounds crazy, right? But that's often what we do with our business. If it doesn't go how we want, we just have to take a long break and feel awful about ourselves and not want to try again. And so where does this idea of failing even come from in the process of learning? And I really think it's from our education system. Um, 
you know, I have elementary school girls right now and they don't use the words fail as much in elementary school, but I remember it when I was a kid that if I didn't get an A, I failed. That was my mindset. Like anything but an A was failure. And that there is even the F that represented failure. It's A, B, C, D, F. They skip the E. No one knows why. (laughs) But, um, you know, that's, that's that concept of if you don't learn it correctly, you have failed. So I think this is where the, a lot of the mindset that we have as a society, as adults now comes from. And I know that in college, if you didn't get a C, you failed. Like you didn't pass the class, you had to take it again. And so the letters were kind of arbitrary there too, of like C, anything under a C was failure. And you, so it creates this mindset that success only comes from getting it right. And this A concept of like 90% to 100 is the only thing acceptable of success, of passing, of being good enough. Look at what that's doing for you now in your business. If you make a launch and you, let's say you wanted to have five people in a group and you believe that there are five people there that you can serve and five becomes then your 100%. And you give your all, you're studying like you would in college, you're planning, you're giving all in your effort, you're talking to people, you're marketing, you're posting a 10, you're doing everything you can, you're believing, you're doing the mindset work, and then one person joins. You have a choice what that means. That's obviously not 100%, but does that mean failure? What if nobody joined? What if you did all that work of a launch and nobody signed up? If we leave it with this school kind of mindset, of course, that's failure then. And you feel bad about yourself and you feel like, okay, I did everything right and it didn't work. Or if we go to this toddler mindset of, okay, you're learning how to walk and you're learning how to make launches with your specific niche, your specific people, your specific unique assets of who you are, your individual offer. And that's just, you're learning to walk. And you made this launch and you wanted five people and you got zero. Does that have to mean you failed or does it just mean you fell down? You tried, you stood up, you tried to take one step forward and you fell. You have a choice to get back up and try again right away. Or to feel awful about yourself, take a long break, not even show up on social media. Which one feels better for you? And so really stepping into learning instead of failing is what I love to focus on because it's a win-win. Even if nobody signs up for your launch, you are going to learn something from it. Whereas if you don't show up, you don't make any launch at all to protect yourself from the discouragement, that's how you fail because you don't even try. You don't learn anything. You don't get any closer to making more success the next time you try. And I have seen this for myself as I have run my business. And and so I want to share with you what I shared with this group in Voxer about how to really create a learning experience with anything you do in your business to always create success. Success is moving forward. And every time you get up to try to learn how to walk, you are learning. Every time you try something new in your business, you are learning. And that is how you create a successful business is to keep getting up every time you fall and learning how to do it and learning from that fall and doing it again. 
It's not shutting down and letting the discouragement take over and not trying again or deciding, well, if it didn't work this time, it's never going to work because I've heard that. How many times have you thought that? Well, if it didn't work, I did everything right. It has to be just, I'm not good at this. That will not serve you in learning. So what I love to tell my clients is when you are in the first stage of a launch and you're planning it and prepping for it and you have a goal, you want a specific five people, let's say, go all in, believe a hundred percent it's working the whole time. And our brains like for things to work immediately. So let's say you open the doors and you have it open for two weeks to join for five people and nobody joins the first day. How many times has your brain shut down and said, well, it must not be working. I didn't do things right. So nobody wants this. So I give up. How are you going to show up the rest of those two weeks? The trick to the success in this and really learning from this is believing the whole time the launch is open a hundred percent that there are people going to show up because how many times have you signed up for something on the last day? Sometimes people do that and they're like on the fence and they're waiting and they're like, I want this. I'm not sure. And they're going to sign up the last day and that's fine. But when you get to this point, when we're going to start really processing and learning from the launch, regardless of the results, even if you got all five people, You want to try to learn from it, but especially if you didn't get five, you only got one, you didn't get your hundred percent, you didn't pass in your mind. This is the process I love to teach, to help you learn from it and take it and have some gain success from this launch, no matter what percent you got of what you wanted. So step number one is to feel the disappointment or discouragement or whatever emotion you're feeling. How often do you lean in and just feel it? This sounds kind of woo-woo or not as like, okay, that's not very strategic or helpful, but it is so important because listen to what she was really avoiding, what she was afraid of if she didn't get five people. What if no one signs up and the discouragement is so hard? What if you were okay with feeling discouragement or disappointment? And my mastermind always laughs at me because I'll say all the time, disappointment is one of my favorite emotions doesn't mean I like try to fill it intentionally, but you know what it tells me when I feel disappointment, it tells me I put myself out there. I was vulnerable. I did my best. And if it didn't turn out, that's okay. And I just lean in and feel it. And so learning to identify emotions that you're feeling and being okay with them is one of the most important things of being an entrepreneur, because you're going to have moments of disappointment and discouragement. But what you let that mean is everything. And so this first step of just identifying it, are you feeling sad? I don't even like when people say sad because there's usually more specifics like disappointment, discouraged, frustrated, upset, angry, even those kind of emotions that you don't want to admit you're feeling saying to yourself, I feel blank discouragement. Here was the example but learning to really understand your own emotions and say it to yourself is so empowering. And my dear friend, Karina B. Singer has taught me to say, I feel discouraged and I love myself and it's okay. I just love that series together. And you might've heard me say it before, but I just say that to myself and just that acceptance and love for yourself and saying, it's okay that I feel discouraged. Of course I feel discouraged. I put a hundred percent in. I loved 
what I was offering. I love these women I thought would enjoy it or customers, clients, and it's okay to be discouraged. And this is what I love to call clean pain that just serves you to feel. And when you're feeling this clean pain, it empowers you because you're not expecting yourself not to be human. And when you think about it, if you did give your all to this launch and you feel discouraged, it makes sense. And it's okay to be discouraged. Why is it bad to be discouraged or disappointed or frustrated or upset or any emotion that you say there? Because you want to see those emotions and give them the validity they have. And learning to be okay with uncomfortable emotions, I don't even like to call them negative, but just uncomfortable, will set you free in your business. Because you're not in this business to feel good all the time. You're in this business to expand and learn yourself and reach new heights and do things that you know you have the potential to do. And learning to do it with all the emotions, the comfortable and uncomfortable ones, will set you free in doing anything you want to do. And it's the dirty pain, the suffering that you add on top of it that makes it hard often. When we just keep it simple of like, I'm discouraged, we're fine. But when we say, oh my gosh, this means I'm a bad person. This means I'm not good enough. This means nobody likes me. Then we feel the shame and the outcast and those feelings on top of it make it even harder. But just learning to be recognized and see that the clean pain you can just process and feel, the dirty pain you can process and feel, and recognizing that the sooner you recognize the clean pain, the less dirty pain you'll have. Because the dirty pain is when you shut down and don't want to show up anymore. It's when you feel the anger and shame and outcast and failure, often that that's when you don't even want to try anymore in your business. But just allowing yourself to feel the clean pain. And even if the dirty pain comes up, feeling that too, but recognizing the sooner and better you get at feeling the clean pain, the less dirty pain you'll have. And it makes it so much easier to process and come to the second step, which is to celebrate. Celebrate your launch, even if no one signed up. How often have you done that? Celebrate everything you put in. Celebrate that you learned and you grew and you were vulnerable and you put yourself out there and you did your best. Now, often people say, like, well, I know I could have done better. There was this one day there. Blah, blah, blah. No, we're not judging ourselves here. We're just giving full celebration. And I heard recently, and I'm probably saying this wrong, but it's from Melanie and Lair, that celebration is just a beautiful excuse or extension of gratitude, a long extension of gratitude. And so gratitude, you've probably heard me say this so many times, is the secret to abundance. And so if you want to live an abundant life, an abundant business, celebrating is key. And I do this with my one-on-one clients and my mastermind every session. We start with what wins do you have? And this is just teaching them to find celebrations every week. What's going on in your business? What are you doing? What is a win? And as you look at this launch you had, even if nobody signed up, even if you didn't get hundred, even if you got four out of five or three out of five or whatever ratio percentage you're at, what can you celebrate? Learning to see this will change everything because we first processed the pain, the clean pain and negative pain. And now we're shifting into an energy of gratitude, celebration, 
regardless of what results you got, learning to find this energy will help you look forward to launches regardless of what results you get. Because it's not our circumstances outside of us that create our feelings. It is us. It is what you decide to make it mean. And finding things to celebrate, things that were good, is 100% your choice. And as you look into that and find those things, you will see that you did gain something from it. There was some things you learned, something you didn't even know was going to be a problem. I don't know how many times I've done a launch and I thought I had it all calculated in my head of what I needed to do and know how to do. And then in the middle of it, something comes up and I have to try something else and do something different than I thought that I never could have thought of if I wasn't doing it. And especially once you're in this positive energy, you can be more curious and not have judgment and say, what could I have done better? So this is step number three. You first process the pain, then second, you celebrate, then third, you reflect in curiosity, not judgment. And in this reflection, you can see, okay, if honestly, as I'm looking at it, I could have shown up differently when I talked about it. And maybe I could have reached out to this person and maybe this would have been a better way to do this. And this is so important and to write this down. And my coach taught me to do this and to have a log of your launches of what you're learning from them, because how much power are you going to have to look back on this whole log of your whole business of the launches you've done and see all the little pinpoints of things that you picked up from logging, documenting what you saw and can learn from it. I have done this off and on. I've done it stronger at times than different times, but I really have seen more growth when I write about it, when I'm journaling about it. I don't even say just a specific log that you have. And if you want to know where to do this, I think a great place is just in a Google document because then you can add to it. You can access it on your phone or your computer and you can always see, okay, this is my launch log what I learned from it, I processed, I celebrated, and I reflected to really grow and have success and learn in every launch. And as you look at these examples, I want to share with you a launch I just had. I launched my new mastermind in December, Wealthy Woman Leaders, and it's for five people. And I really want a cohort of women that really get to know each other, work together. And I really wanted to start it in January this, this month and zero people signed up, but I have learned so much from this launch and it doesn't mean I'm not going to launch it again. It doesn't mean that I'm a failure and nobody wants me. And as you hear me saying this, you're probably like, well, of course, Avin, that's obvious. It just wasn't the right time for certain people, but it's so easy for our brains to go there because this was a bigger launch. I, I put myself out there. I was more vulnerable. It was bigger than anything else I've ever done. And it was easy for my mind at first to think, oh, this means it's never going to work. But I went through these steps. And as I went in and just felt the discouragement, and I'd even got a little of the dirty pain of shame of like, oh, this isn't good enough. No one's ever going to buy it. I'm not good enough, right? Shame is about who you are. And as I process that, I saw that this launch went this way because I was stepping to a new level. I am raising up the caliber of who I want to help and how I'm helping them. And I know that as I grow, it will reflect in who I can help. And so I'm already looking at how I'm going to launch this again and what I can learn from it. 
but I went to step two first and celebrated. Look at what I did by launching this new launch and growing like this and seeing all these insecurities that I would not have seen if I had not done this newer, higher launch. And it felt so good to celebrate that and see, okay, I learned some of the things I thought would work didn't. And I lot I thought people would just be excited and I could just invite people and people didn't respond to that. So I opened it up and had it as an application that didn't necessarily work. So I'm seeing all these things I can tweak and pivot. I love the word pivot, not failure or change. I'm just kind of changing and pivoting some things in this launch and how I'm going to create this mastermind. And I don't feel anymore any shame about it because I feel power in what I learned from doing this. I tried different ways of doing it. It didn't necessarily work. And an important thing as you're making changes or pivots in your launch is to not change too much because then you don't know for sure what worked and didn't work. So I've learned this before and I'm learning it again to really look at, okay, these things didn't work. This didn't feel good to me. Maybe I didn't like certain parts of it and learning to really identify what you want to pivot and only picking little, maybe one or two to then relaunch it and do it in a different way but believing still in what I am selling and what I am offering to my women, to my people is so pivotal. And if you're listening to this and you see this power that I feel this is yours too, I am ready to launch this again in this coming year and make this happen. And just because it didn't start in January doesn't mean it won't work. It's a year long mastermind and it can start in March or January or July and go for a year and that will still work. And believing in what the identity of why I wanted to do it, what it's going to do for my clients, helping them up level to these beautiful, powerful, strong, abundant, wealthy women in their whole life. It's not just about wealth in money, but living wealth in health, relationships, and wealth. And I believe that having this will change women in running businesses around the world. And I just want to start with five women. I have so much power and conviction in this offer that it not working in December, sure, I was disappointed, sure, I was sad, but it did not shut me down. It did not stop me from running my business and making other offers and, of course, figuring out how to make this offer again. I hope sharing that example with you and being fully vulnerable and letting you know that not all of my launches work helps you see that a successful business is not about a hundred percent every time in your launches whatsoever. And especially since I am a business coach, I don't want you to think that means that I have everything figured out already. And I just get a hundred percent every time nobody does in business. Everybody learns from trying, doing it, celebrating, processing it, and then writing down what you learn and moving forward. This will change everything about your business because it's not then, oh, I can only do another launch if the last one worked and I figured it all out. It's always learning and trying new things and growing so that you can be in your full power as a woman running a business from home in whatever capacity you want to. I believe in this so much and I hope this is helping you with whatever launches, whatever offers you have right now that you're feeling discouraged or worried about. This will change everything for you. I believe in you 100%. I see you in your power. I know you have an impact to make in the world. We are changing the world 
together, starting with ourselves and sharing it with our clients collectively as women in business. And I'm so proud of you. Move forward, continue to process your emotions, celebrate your wins, and reflect on what you've learned from it. And you will be on fire. And stay tuned because Wealthy Woman Leaders is not gone. It will be coming back. And if you felt any interest in whatsoever, reach out to me so that you can get one of these five spots because when I do launch it, I want it to be there and help you really step into this full abundance and identity of wealth as a woman. I love the alliteration. I don't think it's a mistake that they both start with W. So let's be wealthy women leaders together. And I'm excited for when it comes. And in the meantime, I do have a few one-on-one spots open this month of January. And if you want help with a launch to not only strategize how to do it, but how to be in this full abundance and really master these three steps I've outlined in this episode, reach out to me as well. There's always my email that I attach in the notes of the show and always on Instagram. You can reach out to me, Aubin Palmer Coaching. This is your power. I am here to help you as your coach here on those podcasts or in any of my forms of coaching that you want to come to me for. This is your year. This is our year. Let's create it together. I will see you next week.